0: Smile, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, here we are on the uh, stand-up on a Thursday, and as always, we have a guest, and we've got the wonderful Miles Lloyd. Good morning, Miles. How are you today?
1: Good morning. I hope I'm using this technology right. Can you see my face, or can you see my screen share?
0: <laughs> no, we we can see your face at the moment. You're, you're all good. Mum's got a few slides for us, so we're going to get technical today as well. So uh, that's going to be uh, a, a new thing. Um, Miles and I actually—I looked, and it was April 2010. Both of us became uh, NEDs for the Recruitment Society. So we've known each other around 10 years. I can't believe it's gone. <laughs> on that quickly be uh, along the way and the the recruitment society guys uh we're going to be revamping it relaunching it it's a free membership for sharing knowledge but we're going to be looking into the future aren't we miles so uh, yeah
1: very very much so i think what watch this space and you'll see some significant changes probably in quarter four i think that's when the relaunch is planned for so uh look forward to seeing you all there
0: Yeah, we're going to look at uh, what recruitment technology and uh, future IT and elements that are all all, all helping you, making sure that actually it helps, not hinders, as it were, so we'll help you with that as well. Right, so getting on today, back to business, that's the key. We want to make sure that everyone is is fit to be back to business so that they have a fantastic 2021. So our discussion today is around... Well, what's happening at the moment what are the challenges but also what could people actually be doing in this scenario so miles let's give the technology a little bit of a go then let's see um, if you want to uh, share your screen I, I, he's smiling because we've tried this and it took a little while
1: fatal <laughs> fatal last words i blame the technology It's definitely not user error anything that goes wrong <laughs> it's, not, it's not me i promise um okay, okay.
0: So you've done you- well We're all sorted. Perfect. Okay.
1: well, well, look, um, what I'm going to do is quickly sort of rattle through a few slides. I know we're very limited on time here. Um, So just really to talk about one or two areas around getting back to business. You'll you'll all get copies of this very brief slide deck. So don't worry about taking notes on on anything or drawing any of the stuff down. Um, We'll go through that. So so really, I suppose what I want to talk about first is Just where are we right now? Um, And and I'm hoping that one of those four images really resonates. Um, I think we've all had multiple pain points over the last few weeks, months, and probably expecting those to continue. Um, It is a bit of a perfect storm out there because nobody really knows what's going to happen next. And I think, you know, certainly myself, my clients that I work with, a number of new prospects that I'm talking to, it's quite a difficult point where do I go from here Um, and that's the challenge and I'm encouraging everybody very much to focus in on very much short-term planning nothing too much in the long term because there's so much uncertainty Um, I'm gonna
0: have to just I get the first one sitting on a dining room chair for four months I've been getting a bad back which I've never had before but come on you've got to explain the second picture the others we get
1: well I think the second picture really leads me into the next few slides which is look we've all been served up a bowl of shit but just because it's been served to us we don't have to eat it we can refuse it and do something about it and that and that's really the next slide so For me, I've got a very simple process I follow, which is in front of you now, in terms of getting back to business. But today is just focusing on those two points. Hopefully getting you to think about doing some reflective assessment, doing some reflective review of your clients and your proposition, before you push that reset button. Because I'm sure you'll all be thinking, I need to start planning for the future. I need to think about twenty twenty one. And absolutely yes, but but rather than just go back to where it was before, carry on doing what we were all doing before, let's think about the changed landscape and what we need to do differently. Um, so really, you know, this is this is sort of teaching people to suck eggs here. But I just want to put a different spin on it. So we all know about SWOT analysis. Um, one of the most important aspects that i think of SWOT analysis where it's missed is making it a little bit more scientific so rather than just saying yeah here's all our strengths here's all our weaknesses let's 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 move on i think we need to categorize them i think we need to break them down we need to score and rank them because just because you've got a strength or had a strength a number of months ago doesn't make it a strength anymore it might be a very poor strength that needs enhancing we need to do more before it basically power sucked out of it so so by ranking and scoring i think that's really really critical with weaknesses the same thing as again you know we might have weaknesses that we identify we can do nothing about um in which case we just have to keep it there as a red flag but we might have some that we can mitigate that we can eradicate so again just that ranking and scoring approach has, has worked with a number of my clients and myself as well very very successfully um opportunities threats really quickly yeah, use that Pestel to, to look at opportunities and threats, break them down into those main categories. But I think the real thrust for most of us right now is the is the social impact of change and the technological impact of change. And what does that mean? What what new opportunities have we now got? What new threats are there that weren't there
0: for just, us? I'm just clarify for people. We we do it in our um, leadership and management programme. But just in case people haven't seen a pestle before, I think SWAT's a lot more known. So we're looking at the impacts on you both locally, um, in in your area, but also sort of UK, Europe, and then globally, in relation to political um, elements, the environment, sociological, technological, um, legislative, and i've forgotten the other e why do i always forget the other e so the, the
1: e doesn't impact us the environmental. Like the environmental never really impacts us too much because we're not manufacturers we're not big carbon footprints and all that sort of stuff there's little things we can do but
0: yeah uh, i mean, certainly the uh, the traveling at the moment that that's sort of where it impacts me i usually do 35 flights a year I'm, I'm, I'm in apac all the time and actually i'm not going to be doing that anymore not having the planes around and the, the environment being so much clearer and, and being able to hear the birds is, has actually made an impact on me in the last six months. And I'm not gonna be traveling as much as I do, as much as I love travel. Uh, so therefore, yeah, these, these do make an impact. I'm just putting a link to our leadership and management program. I don't often get to plug my own stuff, uh, but that starts on the 3rd of August. Right, Miles, away again.
1: That's all right. Thanks, thanks for that, Angela. So, uh, and if any of you've got any deeper questions about this that can't be answered today, happy for you to sort of, you know, reach out to me directly. But let, let's move on because this this is the one that probably really excites me more than anything else. So looking at reviewing, what what do we do? How do we do it? Where do we do it and to whom? On the left-hand side there, there's, again, a four-box matrix for everything in life, but it's called an Ansof matrix. And, and basically, imagine where we were in March and we're in that top left-hand little little sort of terracotta box called market penetration. Existing products, existing markets we all at all times have an opportunity to do things to do new things do different things i'm not advocating diversification because i think that's lengthy it's costly and it and it can be quite a risk but think about what could we do differently and new and fresh for our existing customers because that we that's all about product development and the easy thing is give that to some of those existing marketplaces and some of those existing products think about market development. What are we currently doing? Because if, if we're a, if we're an agency that's supplying blue-collar temp labor into um, aerospace uh, and automotive, forget it. You've got to find somewhere to do what you do well, but find a different market right now, because those markets are very suppressed and probably will continue to be for the next six to 12 months. So again, it's about just sort of being a little bit agile, a little bit fleeter for Take small steps away from where you are at right now, rather than big leaps, because that's a big leap of faith. Um, again, I could talk all day about that, but I'm going I'm to move on. For the I love
0: that, but, but you're, you're right, we, uh, we have got a situation where everyone's had that pivot. We've been talking about it from there, and we've got a lot of our members just, just a good example, um, uh, Julie Grimes, that product development, she's really good at at CVs and coaching people for interviews. So she's made that part of her business. She's adapted and added that, and that's become a bigger business and the recruitment dur- during the actual um, last four months. So I think it's really important. You know, what are you good at? Where are those strengths? So if you've done this yeah. before. And I think that's
1: a really good point a really good point, and one quick throwaway for everybody. Off the back of me just having this conversation with a few agencies the other week, I talked about talk to your clients about what are they doing with the people they're going to lose after furlough, start talking yeah. about outplacement. And one agency is now working on an outplacement of 230 semi-skilled and skilled people out of a business that they were working with. And if they didn't yeah. ask the question, they'd never have got that contract and that opportunity. So it's yeah it's there to be got at but let let me move on let me let me move on to a boston matrix now for those of you who are marketeers i'm going to use this boston matrix in a slightly different way than it should be used because i'm going to talk about it talk about it in relation to customers one of my biggest frustrations when i've gone into businesses myself to do work or i'm working with owners and helping them on their businesses is understanding who their customers are and what value those customers actually give us um, so one thing that I'm saying, if you're going to take one thing out of today, do this exercise. So put all of your customers out on the table, spread them all out on the floor, you know, have them all on a screen, wherever you keep your, your records and your data, and start thinking about them critically. Um, if we're not sure if they fit any of the three, put them in a question mark, and I'll talk about that in a moment. But Who are your clients who never come back to you? Who are your clients that say it's urgent and it never is? Who are your clients that say you've got exclusivity and you never do? Who are your clients that say, we'll come back to you in 48 hours and a week later we're still trying to get feedback? They're all dogs, they're all energy vampires, they're all time vampires. You need to put them in that dog box and at some point in the near future, if not immediately, we need to get rid of them. We need to dismiss our clients and stop working with those because they will take your business down. They are stopping you spending quality time with quality people. So that's the most important box to deal with. Find out-
0: that but I, I love it yes that that is the key is it is right like, you have to make that decision a business decision do i carry on working with them or not and if it's low market share if you've not got much business with them let them go let
1: yeah them go. even if you've got business with them as well angela because one of my clients recently it was it was about eighty thousand pounds worth of gp which was a lot for them they were a four-man agency but we got rid of that client why because when we did the work we understood that to get that eighty thousand pounds it would probably cost us at least that if not more in time we'd worked on over two or they'd worked on over 200 vacancies to get that level of gp because it was just ridiculous so so yeah bonkers so let, let me come on to the two on the left hand side so look as an agency director um and as a business owner i i like having i like having plodders i like having clients that are reliable they're not exciting they don't motivate me i don't get really giddy when i'm going to go and meet them but you know what they're reliable they're, they're their udders are always full of milk and and i can milk them on a regular basis and they love me for it and i love them for it so again we need clients like that we need clients that aren't going to set the world on fire because those yeah. clients are hard to keep hold of they're hard to maintain they're hard to keep happy but you know what good old daisy and doris the cows we just keep milking them and feeding them regularly They'll just keep. They'll just keep walking to the to the milking parlour day in day out. So again, who have we got like that? And it's all about maintaining them, putting the arm around them, keeping them close, stopping the competition getting near them. And then the third box, the superstars. These these are difficult ones because they're high expectations, they're high maintenance, but they're the sort of businesses that are going places. And if we get in with them now, if we're in with them early enough we can ride on those coattails and we can we can do significant things that will be transformation for our business so all i'm saying is it's a down and dirty exercise but just by saying right let's look at all of our customers and let's separate them into those four four areas if we if we can't put them in one of the three we have to put them in a question mark and that is the biggest problem we've got i think if there's too many in that question mark box we've got a significant problem we need to go and understand our customers more um Absolutely critical because if we're going to have a great proposition, let's talk about donuts for a minute. Because I, I think donuts is a bit like recruitment. Everybody says they produce the best donuts, everybody says they have the best sugary donuts, that their donut mixture is the best, and, and the way they serve their donuts up is better than everybody else. I'm sorry, it's absolute bullshit. If all you're going to do is ring donuts covered in sugar, you're going to get <laughs> squeezed in this current market condition. You're going to get it's a race to the bottom coming soon as yeah. recession you know rishi keeps piling more cash in the reality is we are on the edge of a significant downturn for a, an extended un, unknown period and if all you're yeah. doing is those ring donuts you're going to get squeezed on price and you're going to have a problem so i'm thinking where do we need to be we need to be somebody yeah let's not let's not try and do something radically different and start selling i don't know you know sort of uh chickens we still do donuts but let's do let's do donuts in a different way let's do bespoke donuts let's do Let's provide more donors with more choice, more variety, more value add, because I think that's where you have an opportunity to keep your margins high, to maintain your customer relationships, and not yeah. be dragged down in that race to the bottom. Because that's a real, sorry, really go good.
0: On. Don't worry. Yeah, we've got we've got time. Um, that's a really good visual because a lot of people, like you say, it's we've got to work harder in in these next six months nine months um and therefore look at the difference in that you're still producing a donut aren't you but look at the amount of work and effort that's gone into the crispy creams and now i really want a donut right carry on yeah and people will pay an absolute have you seen the price of crispy crispy cream donuts know, right. ring you, ring
1: you can get a bag, bag of five ring donuts for under a pound or you can buy five crispy crispy creams for probably about 20 pounds but people buy exactly. them.
0: Those, those strawberry-eating mess that I'm
1: looking at, that's my favourite, that's my big treat. Go on, right. We're all salivating. So it's all about responding to customer needs. So again, if you're going to take two things out of it today, take the Boston Matrix adaptation and take this slide. You've got to start talking to your customers more than ever before. Start talking to them about what their short-term planning looks like, what their end-of-year planning looks like, what does the next 12 months look like? Where are they going? What are they doing? How are they doing it? What new contracts are they bidding for? We've got to have sight of all those things and ask the customer, what do they need of us over the coming three, six, nine, 12 months? Because there's no point talking about recruitment if they're not doing recruitment, if that isn't major to them. But there's other things we might be able to support. We can, we can bolt in in a number of different ways. And, and again, there's, there's a lot we could talk about, but we don't have time for today around that so look that that's no, no,
0: we're, we're going to get you back on a half hour one because uh, i know loads of people any questions guys obviously stick it stick them in the uh the side bit there but this is what we do we do a stand-up we get talking to someone and we're like oh no we want to hear so much more so therefore Great. uh we'll get you into one of the courses where we do a half hour and have have on to talk about uh, information so probably going to be in one of my leadership and management courses to be honest i'll
1: be be delighted to support and if there's a one specific area we do huge detail on or we just expand this little piece today into a half hour where we can dip into the other areas yeah i'll I'll be (laughs) delighted whatever whatever everybody wants
0: fantastic so so key elements then today that boston matrix who are your dogs get get rid of them. Who are your cows that you farm? Because they are your farms, aren't they? Yeah. And then who are the stars that you're going to really protect and make sure no one else gets near them? And then spend time going finding out your question marks. So who are they? What are they? How are they going to help you in the future? How are you going to help them to grow as well? And hopefully create them into a potential star would be wonderful. Brilliant. Okay. So last last word then. So uh, with regards to We've been sort of focusing these people like you, decades in the industry. Uh, one of the things we've been talking about is some of the old, good old stuff. Mm-hmm. So, relating to what you've been talking about today, what would you bring back that maybe is something a blast from the past that actually works really well at the moment? Because it's all the all the quality stuff that we need to do. So, what would okay. be uh,
1: it, it? It is it is quality. Versus quantity right now, um, most definitely, and I think a lot of people have gone back to basics in terms of bringing things back because I think that's really what it's about. I think the important thing for me is making sure that people that you manage process really, really tightly. You know, um, as three hundred and sixty businesses, three hundred and sixty consultants, you've just got to be managing things super, super tight and being really critical i think and i was reflecting on this last night but you know for me if we've lost sight of what a really good quality opportunity is going back to ranking and scoring vacancies whether you do an a b c d jobs but really really be, be super critical on it because and we all remember it i remember some of my first days in recruitment in 98 and having a we used to use paper back then having a requirement sheet torn up by my team leader basically saying (laughs) that's bullshit you're not i'm you're not going to work on that today you're going to go and get a proper job to work (laughs) and it and it it terrified me and i almost wet myself because i was a bit young and and scared at that point but it really stuck with me don't waste your time working on stuff that isn't going to deliver the result and i i I, that's probably where i am right now super super qualified of everything we
0: do yeah so dog clients and dog jobs as well and and i think we'll finish on yeah. um actually let me just say uh, sanjeev i've put miles's linkedin profile connection at the top so you can connect with him um, and and do that but let's finish on tracy's point is yeah don't forget to stop eating shit yeah <laughs>
1: absolutely and don't be a donor
0: <laughs> <Fabulous. laughs> thank you so much for your time we will see you again miles lovely to see That's you pleasure.
1: thank you very much
0: Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.